0: Live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show.
1: Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman and Kirk Crosby live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the network refused to use. We break it down like no other. This is the broadcast for November the 7th in the year of our Lord, 2019. This is our two at two. The goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Kirk Cosby is with me. Welcome, sir.
2: Buenos dias. Greetings and salutations. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Thank you, Sam.
1: Our guest joining the roundtable this hour, Joe Bannister, a highly decorated... Former IRS criminal investigator of one of the most feared agencies in the United States. That's the IRS, Internal Revenue Service. Freedom above fortune has been his mantra for a long time. His website, Agent for Truth, that's spelled out, F-O-R, agentfortruth.com. And uh, he's got a new book out, Investigating the Federal Income Tax, A Report to the American People. Joe, welcome back, sir.
3: Thanks, Sam and Kirk. Great to be back.
1: Sad to say, Democrats uh, slaughtered. Uh, Republicans took a serious, serious beating. Let's chat. Let's chat about it. Uh, the question is why we'll talk about that and more. Uh, but first, uh, the elections just happened. What's your first thought out of the gate, Joe?
3: uh disappointment, but I guess it can also mean that it's, uh, rejuvenation you know uh <laughs> we can see that it's it's never time to celebrate it's it's just always time to work and uh slave away and um you know as as they have said for many decades, freedom isn't free.
1: So. Yeah, the point is when the Republicans are in power, everybody almost goes to sleep, and they're like, glad they got that squared away. And when the Democrats are there, then they stand up and go, hey, wait a minute, something's not going on right here. And uh, so that's the point being made here. Kurt, your first thoughts out of the gate?
2: Well, um, you know, at least uh, the parts that I heard that the, uh, you know, I guess you could say that were, quote, losses were in, uh, what, Virginia, Um and uh, apparently uh, there was a whole lot of uh, what do they call it gerrymandering or you know changing around of the different districts so that you could get more of uh, you know more of an opportunity for the uh, democrats and this is what happens in any state uh, if if uh, certain parties in charge in a state then they basically rig the game for themselves like that uh commercial we have for uh that includes uh the president uh um, former president president obama saying that hey uh you know the you know democrats have messed around with the votes or the you know numbers as well and uh, you know republicans do it as well in different states and i just see that happen pretty much the same old stuff i i was interested in the uh one story out of uh uh, Kentucky, where uh, you know you'd think this would be a big headline, but uh, WLWT dot com as uh, a TV station out of there, I guess, and their headline says Daniel Cameron becomes Kentucky's first African American Attorney General. Um, I mean, it's basically crickets about this story. The problem is, Sam, this guy is a, uh, well, he's, like it says, African American, but he's also a big President Trump fan. And, uh, you know, so, uh, you know, they won't bring him up much, just like they won't bring up Ben Carson or, uh, uh, Sheriff David A. Clark and so many others uh, uh, that are African Americans that uh, yeah,
1: don't Yeah, Kurt covered with the, the waterfront uh, from yeah. top to bottom. Let's back up and talk about a few of these issues a little more in detail, though. So, Democrats flip both houses and the governorship in Virginia. Now they have full control for the first time in 26 years. Now, that's huge, Kurt. Uh, say it's gerrymandering. Say it's vote fraud. Say what you will. That's what's happened in the state of Virginia. That's a huge sea change. Uh, what mid election time is that? What you call this third year? I don't know if that's mid-elections. Yeah, off-year elections. Usually, yeah, off year half.
2: elections Off year. That's don't know the what right they term. Call it. You know, what's Good. the phrase?
1: But anyway, that's an absolute uh, horrible scenario. Republicans were hoping they would gain Virginia on uh, House, Senate, and uh, governorship, but they lost the whole thing. That's a pretty big beating, Joe.
3: Yeah, well, I I experienced it myself. You know, I fled California way back in late 2005 after my trial uh, for Nevada and enjoyed – and I'm not at all saying that, you know, Republicans are are always right or that I'm, you know, lockstep with Republicans. But they – you know, there was two Republican senators. um, Well, no, Republican and Democrat, of course, um, our friend uh, Harry Reid, was there, but the other senator was Republican. The governorship and both houses of Nevada were de- were uh, Republican controlled. But over the over the years, uh, you know, then in 2016, uh, Democrat governor uh, Democrats took over both chambers, and it's just been uh, a nightmare ever since. So,
1: <laughs> all right, now if you go down to Kentucky, Governor Matt Bevin. Calls for an honest and fair election, says he'll challenge the results. I guess Governor Bevin, uh, Republican, very conservative. I liked him quite a bit. Lost to the Democrat State Attorney General, Andy Beshear, is that how you say his name? By a little more than 5,000 votes. At 1.4 million ballots were cast. So that's huge for the ballots cast. Very, very tiny for the election, quote, win. Um, and so that's something that you got to mention, too, though. That's a big loss, Kurt.
2: Well, it is, uh, except, uh, you know, remember we when we bring up this uh, thing called vote fraud and, you know, et cetera, the National Review has got this headline, Bevin refuses to concede Kentucky gubernatorial race citing voting irregularities. Zachary Evans with the piece uh and uh you know sam we've we've seen it so many times uh that when when they uh I mean, these illegal voting, these uh, you know, these vote fraud, the machines, etc. But uh, Bevan said his campaign is going to seek an official re-canvas of the votes. He claimed that thousands of absentee ballots that were illegally, uh, of absentee ballots that were illegally counted, and he cited unconfirmed reports of voters being incorrectly turned away. Uh, we simply want to ensure that there's integrity in the process, man, they should have been working on that as governor, I think. Well, I think you're Uh, right, but but here's the problem that I have with the Uh,
1: Republicans. They don't really worry about vote fraud unless they get slam-basted and beaten, and then they howl like stuck pigs, Kurt. And I say this because who was complaining when vote fraud shut down Roy Moore in Alabama? The Republicans just ignored it. And absolutely double down against Roy Moore. They didn't seem to care. Okay, now when Donald Trump wins, it was no big deal. But see, if Donald Trump had lost, Donald would have challenged the elections too. Um, Donald did try to do something and put a vote fraud uh, committee together to look into this and to do something about it. But of course, that got shut down. And, you know, you really haven't heard a word since. Um, Obama and Trump both have documented and admitted blatantly that vote fraud is happening all over the country. But if I bring it up, they say there's no real vote fraud, Sam. Those are just irregularities. You're just a conspiracy theorist. Nothing here. Move along, move along, move along. So I appreciate Matt Bevin, but what did Matt do in defense of Roy Moore? Did he do much?
2: Not that I saw any. Kind of so I'm you... not
1: trying to be rude to Matt, but I'm just saying... Look, this is going to happen again and again and again. Now we take 2020. Google's gearing up for an absolute election fraud, slam dunk against the Donald. I don't hear anybody really defending it or doing anything about it except for us and WorldNet Daily and a few uh, Christian people saying this isn't right and we got to do something. But the masses are just like, hey, move along, conspiracy theory here. You're a nut. You probably don't believe we went to the moon idea. And, and now we're off to the races and we just ignore it unless one of their own gets kind of, you know, like a stuck pig. Uh, I appreciate Matt's point and I don't disagree that he's right. But I say, are the rest of the Republicans just going to leave Matt out the dry? Or is this going to become a real issue with real answers? And are we going to have any prosecutions? If there is vote fraud, let's prove it and put people in jail. If there's not, sit down and shut up. And I don't mean to be so blatant, but I'm sick of hearing about all these problems. And then no answers, no repercussions, no accountability. What good does it do to say everybody's got a secret combination against us and document it every day only to do nothing about it? Am I crazy, Joe?
3: no i mean i i I guess the problem is that it really should you know it should be a high high priority when Republicans get in uh because you ain't gonna be in long <laughs> when when they can just surround you with you know vote fraud and um but i guess it's also up to us you know up to the people the people can do an awful lot of scrutiny uh themselves and of course when you're talking about a the population of an entire state or of a county. You know if you have even a couple dozen um, informed voters informed citizens, they can do a heck of a lot by keeping an eye on things. so maybe we need some kind of a I'm sure they already exist to some extent, but just uh, groups that whose dedication is solely to voter integrity.
1: What do you say, Kurt?
2: I guess Kentucky's got like 120 counties. Yeah, am uh, I hitting too hard on this, Kurt? Uh, well, I mean, I think it's a perfect opportunity to say, hey, we need to just completely eliminate the whole party system because that's. Amen of that. And I then, concur. and then, the, and and then we just say, look, let's restore honest elections. Uh, get pencils and paper so that people can count them like the old days and we don't use computers uh, if you want to understand more of that watch uh, the the movie with uh, robin williams when he's the candidate and you know you, i mean there's just there's so many areas where we gotta clean up elections and we don't need to do it all over the world we need to do it right here at home first
1: Quick pause, ladies and gentlemen. Joe Bannister, Kirk Crosby, and yours truly on your radio.
4: The Spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues that affect the American West, its people, lifestyles, lands, and wildlife. The Loving Liberty Radio Network is proud to support the publisher's efforts to provide an active forum for solutions that preserve the vanishing American cowboy, farmer, and sheepherder. Each issue contains informative articles on life in the American West, along with breathtaking imagery, as well as the Culture of the cowboy spirit in our day. Each issue of Range Magazine also features great gift ideas like the 2020 Real Buckaroo calendar and the book Tales from Out There. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Just click on the shopping cart. The Loving Liberty Radio Network salutes the spirit of the American West and those who are keeping it alive at Range Magazine. Can you confidently answer the question, was Jesus a socialist? Join us on Saturday morning, December 14th at Liberty Hall to hear the clear and insightful reply from one of today's leading champions for liberty, Lawrence W. Reed, author of Was Jesus a Socialist? Loving Liberty Incorporated is honored to present Dr. Reed for this kickoff event of Liberty Hall Lectures, Saturday, December 14th, 10 o'clock in the morning. It's free and it's timely. No registration is necessary but seating is limited. Come early. Also, just in time for Christmas, buy 10 or more copies of The 5000 Year Leap for just 250 each, just in time for holiday giving. Single copy price is normally $10. Can't join us in person? Tune into the Loving Liberty Radio Network and hear Dr. Reed live Tuesday afternoons during the Reed Hour and by podcast at lovingliberty.net or on your mobile phone app. Was Jesus a socialist? Find out at the Liberty Hall lectures, December 14th. Go to LovingLiberty.net for details.
1: So I don't mean to be too hard on the Republicans, but the problem with the Republicans is they don't know how to stick together. They don't know how to stand for one another. They don't know how to base their uh, understandings on principles. They're all infighting so hard that nobody can get anything done. And therefore, the Democrats just absolutely slaughter them. And, uh, you know, it's sad to say, but I, I'm, I'm thinking the Republicans are going to gain ground, gain ground, gain ground, because they at least stick together. Now they're basically saying... You mean saying, the Democrats. I mean, the Democrats um, are going to stick together. Know, the Republicans just don't it. do it, Kurt.
2: It's interesting to look at the uh, for example in the Fox News uh, story I'm looking at they've got a couple of the president's tweets uh, so that you know you can read the way it would be if he was doing the uh the news uh of course and uh he says uh a great evening last night in kentucky and mississippi for the republican party with 13 big wins including a governorship in mississippi congratulations to everyone and he's got underneath there he's got uh um, you know the different One's from the different states, Kentucky and Mississippi. And he shows a Republican flip or Republican hold, uh, you know, that kind of thing. And and uh, then, you know, he also tweeted a little bit later, I guess, or maybe it was earlier. He says, our big Kentucky rally on Monday night had a massive impact on all the races. The increase in governor's race was at least 15 points and maybe 20. We'll be in Louisiana for... Uh, Eddie response on Wednesday night, big rally. I guess that's what was happening last night. Um, you know, he says, uh, the Fox News story says, turnout in Kentucky was up by nearly 50% over the state's 2015 governor's race, increasing from 974,000 voters to more than 1.4 million. Wow, that's a big change. The number of voters uh equaled turnout in Kentucky's 2014 race for U.S. Senate. Uh, it was rare for an election in an odd-numbered year, but anyway, uh, yeah, people came out to vote, and there is some big question, at least, uh, you know, Governor uh Bevan there is saying hey uh there's more than a little bit of history of vote fraud in our state uh and you know he's talking about uh you know he says uh let me see what are the ones you know basically he says there's uh You know, voting machines that didn't work properly, Uh, voters incorrectly turned away. Uh, We're in the process of getting affidavits and other information that will help us get a better understanding of what did or did not happen, according to the AP. Anyway, the bottom line is, you know, more of the same,
1: right, Sam? So let me give you this example. Judge Roy Moore just tweeted, We are honored to have the President of the United States visit alabama let's support our president trump like we do our great football teams in this state amen but all i hear about donald is trashing roy moore see so you know both of them are accused of uh, sexual improprieties so you know you can't say one's the bad guy and the other's the good guy uh you know I would basically say I believe that Roy Moore's a lot less guilty than maybe even a Donald Trump. Nevertheless, I believe both of them are facing false accusations or allegations. N- nevertheless, I don't understand how the Republicans can not stand together, then ignore vote fraud until one of their own gets, you know, stuck like a pig, and then they squeal and howl and how horrible, and we got to challenge the results when it was the hanging chad and it went George Bush's way. Nobody was complaining, were they, Joe?
3: No, well, I, you know, I'm, I'm only 56, uh, but I in my lifetime, I've never seen anybody better than Donald Trump to uh own, you know, own your statements and and not run turn tail when you know you get some criticism or they try to uh, twist what you say. And so I I, I think it'd be great if uh, at least all Republicans are all uh you know, Christian minded people and um Liberty-minded people would t- would get the kind of gumption that that Trump has, where he just does not. And I mean, you know, I'm I, I'm a person who likes to be you know clean about what how I talk and and those kinds of things. So maybe I'd you know that'd be a little different than Trump. But in terms of just owning what you say and not letting the uh, the barking critics who are really just trying to um, you know sully your reputation and, and make people hate you. Uh, just own what you say and 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 pretend like those, you know, hyenas don't even exist.
1: All right. Any other comment on this, Kurt? I agree with Joe and I agree with you that, you know, Donald's better than most. But I believe and the reason that I highlight this is not to attack Donald Trump or to attack Bevan or to attack any of the people that I think are better than most. But I'm telling you, if we're going to solve this problem, as Kurt wisely says, we've got to get rid of parties or we never will secondarily, we've got to get rid of this idea that Republicans can't stick together. I don't know why Donald can't back Roy Moore. Uh, Roy Moore is doing everything he can to support Donald in every way. And Roy Moore is a constitutional conservative Republican Christian like few I've seen. So I don't really know what to say about it, except for if we don't get this together, I don't think that we'll have a chance to win. Because even when we win, we lose, Right. Like, getting a Republican that's a swamp monster in office isn't winning, is it? So as long no, as we follow so much- the party line, as long as we don't stick together, as long as we don't investigate and create accountability, if there's vote fraud, put people in prison, for crying out loud. If there's not, then quit talking about it. I say there is. But what does that mean? Matt complains about it. Matt a uh, former governor. Uh, Donald complains about it. Roy Moore well, got abused governor. and complains about Well, kind of.
2: Yeah, he'll be uh, yeah, he'll be until till the other guy gets what, inaugurated January or whatever. Or whatever. Right.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, but he's a lame duck governor. You know, trying to hold onto his seat. Now, he might pull out a squeaker. He might investigate this thing. He might recount. He might win still. But again, who's going to back Matt Bevan in that quest? Is it going to be Donald? Uh, is it going to be a national discussion on vote fraud to really get to the bottom of it for a change? If so, I have nothing but applause. If not, I start to have disdain, Joe.
3: Well, there's a, I, always, uh, I always redouble my, my prayer effort, I'll tell you that. I mean, because you can always uh, pray that these people be exposed and, and that we can be inspired to figure out ways to, to get them to be exposed, because you know, we know God is a, a God of justice, and he doesn't like uh, people conniving and <laughs> figuring out ways to cheat their way into office, so uh, of course, we should always uh, keep that in mind in our toolboxes to to pray for exposure of of these fraudsters and um, you know the ability of, for us and elected uh, people that run to uh, you know overcome their their barbs and their lies.
1: Now, Kurt, I don't mean to just be so negative, but I do want to highlight a fundamental reality: as long as we back parties. The founders warned us against this partisan politics, which is sinking the republic right now. As long as we don't
2: Washington did. Right.
1: Yeah. And Uh others. He wasn't. I didn't know the other
2: ones. I didn't know the other. Uh,
1: But nevertheless, uh, whether that um, you got this scenario where the Republicans aren't sticking together. They're not sticking to their platform. Uh, They're complaining only when it's their turn to get abused by the system. Now, I set that stage because we have, in my opinion, one of the greatest. IRS criminal investigators ever. Not only was he a crack investigator for the IRS internally and praised by them till the cows came home, but then he heard the truth and he went, I want to know what the real answers are. And our guest, Joe Bannister, wrote a book about it. It's taken him 20 years in the making, ladies and gentlemen. And the book says investigating the federal income tax, a report to the American people. Now, um, if we're just going to say the IRS can be criminal, the vote fraud can be criminal, but nobody cares. We're not really going to do anything about it. We're just going to acknowledge it and document it until the cows come home. But there's not enough people to do anything to change it. Well, now they say, is this it? Trump's tax returns are going to go public. But, of course, Donald isn't going to do anything about the IRS. He's just going to be like, oh, man, I'm going to use my big money and my secret ability as president to make sure nobody gets at my deal. Well, he might win, he might lose that battle. Nevertheless, no one's taking that reality check and saying this is a problem for every single American, including the president of the United States. But somehow there's a disconnect. There's a drop the ball. Let Lois Lerner run around free. Let's see Stockman stay in prison for trying to expose the fraud. Okay, and, and now there we are. Well, again, are we going to do anything about this or are we just going to let these secret combinations continue to get above us, Joe?
3: Well, that's the frustrating part. I mean, uh, you know, it certainly meant something to me, uh, given that I was investigating, uh, you know, individual Americans for violating uh, tax laws and, uh, you know, seeing to it they were put in prison. And I've, I've never abandoned the, you know, belief that, hey, if you you cheat on a tax that you actually owe or you, you know, there has to be uh, consequences. But in this case, uh, learning that the federal government has been lying to the people for over 100 years about the, you know, who, the, who actually is required to pay the income tax, uh, I thought it was a big deal. Um, you know, and there's certainly millions of Americans who do, but it just seems like it's a double-edged sword. As somebody like Trump comes along and is helping to expose the thousands of, uh, of ways that the government cheats us, then the income tax seems to get lost in the shuffle.
1: Does Donald owe income tax?
3: Uh, well, probably not.
1: Because <laughs> they're trying to expose his returns as as if he well, sworn to penalty of perjury and that he might not have been honest about the numbers. Isn't that the whole discussion? Well, Let's it, talk about it with be, Joe in seconds. Yeah. Hank, Ted, I want to give you a chance to fly.
0: Exposing corruption. Informing citizens. Pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA
5: Radio News with Chris Barnes. Developments in the story of some Americans who were ambushed by drug cartel members south of the border earlier this week. The man who was detained by Mexican authorities in connection with the murders of those nine American women and children is no longer considered a suspect. Ruth Warner is a relative of the victims who were members of a fundamentalist Mormon community.
6: I heard about what was going on with my brother and his family and my cousins, and I literally couldn't breathe i was so devastated for them and for what they're going through
5: again prosecutors now say the man they had initially arrested was not part of the ambush of those victims the federal government's expected to ban flavored vape products soon perhaps before today is over the move coming as more than 1600 people have contracted lung illnesses linked to vaping and more than 30 of them have died this is usa radio news
7: Hello, this is Wayne Allen Rood, relentless conservative warrior, middle-class warrior, and always Trump warrior. I have a message for my fellow patriots across America. President Trump is making America great again. He's the only president of my lifetime who is keeping his promises, and his biggest promise is to build that wall. President Trump can only do it with our help. If Congress won't fund Trump's wall, we will. President Trump is one man against the world, and what globalists and socialists around the world want is clear, open borders. It's time to take a stand. We either build a wall, or it's the end of the greatest nation of world history ever blessed by God. That's why I founded the Root for the Wall Pack. 63 million Trump voters together will raise the money President Trump needs for the wall. Anyone who donates $100 or more will get a beautiful commemorative wall brick. Display it proudly. Call 844-ROOT-WALL. That's toll free. 844-ROOT-WALL. Or go to rootwall.com. We will build this wall together. Call 844-ROOT-WALL. Or go to rootwall.com. Root for the Wall Pack. Pay for it. responsible for the content of this message. Not authorized by any candidate or candidates committee. Rootwall.com.
5: The Labor Department says around 211,000 workers filed first-time jobless claims last week, 8,000 fewer than the week before. President Trump last night at a campaign rally in Monroe, Louisiana, suggesting that the Democratic-led impeachment inquiry focusing on him is un-American.
1: It's so bad what they do to our country. They rip the guts out of a country, and it's a shame, and they shouldn't be allowed to do it, and people should stop. Maybe go to the Supreme Court, maybe, but they got to stop it, because we have a country to run.
5: Meanwhile, former National Security Advisor John Bolton has been called to testify today in the impeachment inquiry. Former Attorney General Jeff Sessions may try to get his old Senate seat back. Reports are the Alabama Republican is going to announce his bid this week before a filing deadline. Trump nominated him to be his Attorney General, but he later pressured him to leave. This is USA Radio News.
0: Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio.
1: All right, so Joe Bannister was rocking and rolling here. I didn't mean to interrupt you, sir. I wanted to give you a chance to just fly uninhibited. Go ahead, sir. We're talking about Donald Trump. Is he responsible to even file income tax?
3: Well, uh, you know, I I can only imagine what his situation is like. So I can't, uh, you know, really begin to diagnose it, except to just talk in generalities. You know, he apparently has international uh, operations. You know, th- things operations going on all over the world. Uh, there's foreigners that are being paid um, from, you know, Americans are paying foreigners and vice versa. And so there could be very likely circumstances where the income tax would actually kick in because, you know, I'm, I'm not like the people that say, oh, there is no law or no, there are laws, but it's who do those laws apply to. Um,
1: well, and let me stop you there. That's where they know full well the truth. And that's why the research that you've done over the last 20 years is so critically important when they say there's no law and then the government says, yes, there is a law. Well, they're both kind of right, but yet we haven't put our finger on the truth of the matter, and therefore it's very easy to create this subterfuge or, 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 you know, get us caught up in the complications of it, and then, well, man, I'm not qualified to decide or to figure that out or to understand or, and, and when you're both leading down fault roads, well, uh, Satan doesn't care what fault road you're rolling down. The fact is, you're off target there now, and, and that's kind of the debate here, Joe.
3: Absolutely. You know, and I, I just, I try to use my words carefully. Like, if I, you know, you don't want to just say tax, like what tax, you know, are we talking about a federal tax or a state tax or a, a local tax? And is it an income tax or a excise tax or, you know, so it's, I, I prefer and would encourage people to be specific and explicit with, you know, when you talk about these things so that other people don't get misled. Um, but in the case of Donald Trump, you know, it, It is a, you couldn't have a bigger illustration of how uh, the government can use these forms that people uh, file, you know, under penalty of perjury, swearing that it's true, correct, and complete, uh, and then have that be used against you. And well, not
1: only do you have to swear that it's true and complete under penalty of perjury, but a guy like a Donald or a Sam Bushman, uh, who are entrepreneurs and we run businesses, frankly, we have to rely on CPAs and people who understand the tax laws better than us. I swear under penalty of perjury, but the fact is I don't even know. Yeah. Joe? And it's and not I'm, that I don't care and it's not that I don't want to do right and be honest and be moral and upstanding and do my part and all those other words you could describe. But I don't even frankly know.
3: Right? No, and it just it makes it so uh, – think of it. Pretty much every adult you know who's filing tax returns is is at risk if the uh, you know the IRS flashlight decides to to train in their direction, and it's to me it's just a, a horrible thing that we have here, and I, I wish more Americans were up in arms about it. Of course, the way the tax laws, the income tax laws are actually written, it, they're supposed to be uh, tax withheld at the source. So really, the people like yourself or like like me any any american isn't on the hook because they're not the one that's liable for the income tax it's the person that paid them and so you could if the tax income tax laws were actually uh you know implemented as as written all of those um all of that danger would be taken away because people aren't you know, having to file a tax return sign it and, and swear at all this information, the income tax was already withheld before they received the money. Uh, but again, as to 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 specify, the way the tax laws are written, that withholding would really only occur if an American was paying a foreigner. If an American is paying an American, if a U.S. citizen is paying a U.S. citizen, there's no withholding required because there's never been an income tax law that you know re- made the average American liable to pay it.
1: Yeah. It reminds you of when George Bush said, don't worry about me spying on everybody. I'm only spying on the terrorists that are colluding with foreigners. And then it came back and it's like, Oh, it's everybody. It right. Reminds you of yeah. that kind of manipulative discussion, doesn't it?
3: Uh, the mission creep is always there. I mean, when I, you know, back in the eighties is when all the money, money laundering laws were, were passed. And, you know, probably most Americans, including me in the eighties, when I was younger, like, wow, it's great. You know, they're going to go after all those money launderers. And then when I started working for the IRS in the 90s, I find that it was really those laws were geared towards spying on all Americans, <laughs> on the entire country, not just drug dealers. And, uh, you know, so, uh, again, I just hope the Americans will begin to wake up that it there's always this uh, problem reaction solution. I think they call it the Hegelian dialectic where they they get the people to clamor, you know, for the rope to to hang ourselves.
1: Do you want to respond, Kurt? I don't mean to be attacking so much here, but I'm just saying, look, when are we going to credibly get together and make a real, honest, valiant stand against the criminal activity going on here? And the greatest criminal activity that I can tell right now that I see, really, of all the criminal activities, it's the pro-death agenda of murdering alive little babies and children, which is being covered up in the media. A big battle is going on at, uh, about it in California uh, with uh, Sandra Merritt being the victim uh, and Matthew Staver and many others at Liberty Council and, and other organizations standing up to defend her. at I mean, literally millions of dollars of cost. And the American people don't even understand that Planned Parenthood, with our tax dollars, literally um, murdering babies alive. While that's going on, the IRS has literally um, got every one of us in fear of our government on false pretenses, and they're literally attacking the president of the United States. I mean, look, it might be the IRS that takes down Donald, because they can say, oh, all this other stuff about Turkey, or all this other stuff about whatever else, and foreign stuff, and Russia, and well, we can't really get to the bottom of it. There's too much subterfuge around it, but Donald did swear under penalty of perjury on his tax returns, and now what? Uh, So this is serious, but I think that the IRS and the pro-life issue are the two top issues in America.
3: Well, God bless you, Sam. Let's, what do you say to that, <laughs> Kurt?
2: Well, you know, one of the things I, I was doing uh, as we look at uh, um, Joe Bannister's contributions to the, uh, well, to saving America, making America great again, et cetera, I'm looking at his book on his website, agentfortruth.com, and uh you know, you look at it, it. Says investigating the federal income tax, a report to the American people. Former IRS special agent. Now, what I want to know. Uh, by the way, I looked on, uh, you know, to see it on Amazon. I find it, you know, for thirty bucks on Amazon. But they've got a bunch, of, a few people that are offering their used ones, and you can get a used ones for, for about seventy eight dollars. And I'm like. Uh let's see. why would you get a used one for 78 if you get a new one? Cuz you're
1: paying for but, the education. The more hands that go through that thing, the more education people get, it's worth a lot of money, buddy.
2: Oh, education okay. right. well so. anyway, uh, I'm just too stupid to figure that out. But uh, yes, sir. That's you know, why you're not a Republican
1: uh, candidate. Oh. Yeah,
2: good point. Yeah. Um, you know, anyway, you got 239 pages approximately 50 exhibits that are going to astound you, according to the uh, agentfortruth.com website. But what I want to know, Joe, is um, how many, uh, you know, like NBC's and CBS and ABC's uh, have been calling you uh, to interview you about your book?
3: very uh, interesting illustrative question kurt uh well what's interesting is that when i got any kind of quote unquote mainstream media attention it was just prior to being indicted uh back in 2004 so the, really the, what the how the mainstream media works is they'll pay attention to issues that you know their handlers um the people that you know bring in the Give them the revenue, all the advertisers, the big banks, the uh, the big brokerage firms, the you know George Soros uh, groups, etc. Um, you'll get a lot of mainstream media attention uh, when they're just about to, uh, you know, hammer you into submission. But if you're just trying to expose some uh, corruption, uh, they could care less.
1: Well, you got to wonder why isn't Donald on the horn to Joe? If Donald wants a partner to deal with the IRS properly, then Donald ought to be basically turning, um, as far as I can tell, Joe Bannister's book into a bestseller. I mean, Donald should say, listen, folks, a 20-year-plus veteran, or I I should say a veteran of the IRS, 20 years in research, one of the greatest investigators, according to the IRS at the time, um, created a book called Investigating the Income Tax, a report to the American people, and I need to highlight this and let everybody know, Donald should be... uh, you know, tweeting about and doing press releases for and promoting and you know consulting with Joe Bannister how to deal with the IRS shouldn't he, Kurt? You can say, oh, Donald doesn't know about Joe. And my response is, okay, how do I tell Donald about Joe? Write an open letter. I've already you tried got that. To
2: three tweet years ago. him, uh, Sam. You know, he does. I've a tweeted lot of him on tweets, a bunch so of things. He doesn't even pay well, attention. Well, tweet him on this, and then uh, you know, then you'll have him all squared away, and I'm sure he'll be calling Joe uh, real soon.
1: All right. I'm going to do that right now, then, just because Kurt said so. Joe, what do you think of that? I'm saying, why isn't Donald getting a hold of you for some guidance and some help and support? Seems like you could provide a lot of information that would really help the Donald.
3: Yeah, I think, unfortunately, they do look, they go to mainstream uh, advisors, and you might find that the uh, outside the mainstream advisors would have some good, you know, good strategy for you.
2: Yeah, you could get Joe and uh, Sherry Peel Jackson and just tag team, uh, you know, a
1: devastation for the Donald. You bet. Amen to that. All right, quick pause. Joe Bannister on your radio.
5: I'd advise Mr. Trump to stop whining and go try to make his case to get votes. The press has created a rigged system. They even want to try and rig the election. Well, I tell you what, it it helps in Ohio that we got uh, Democrats in charge of the machines.
1: And poisoned the mind of so many of our
7: voters. At
1: the polling booths, where so many cities are corrupt, and voter fraud is all too common. And then they say, oh, there's no voter fraud in our country. I come from Chicago.
5: so, So I want to be honest. It's not as if it's just... Republicans who have monkeyed around with elections in the past. Sometimes Democrats have to. You know, whenever people are in power, they're, you know, they have this tendency to try to, you know, tilt things in their direction. There's no way. You start whining before the game's even over. Whenever things are going badly for you and you lose, you start blaming somebody else. Then you don't have what it takes to be in this job.
6: After four years, four grand juries, and millions of tax dollars, Steve Stockman is in prison. His case involved four checks to nonprofits. DOJ has one standard for Hillary Clinton, but another for folks like President Trump and my husband. We've spent all our savings, all Steve's retirement, and much of mine. Steve Stockman has fought for you and America. Won't you join me now to fight for Steve? To help, text FIGHT to 444-999, text F-I-G-H-T to 444-999, or go to DefendAPatriot.com, DefendAPatriot.com.
0: Begging politicians, bureaucrats, and educrats, and all do-gooders to please obey the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. This is Liberty Roundtable.
1: All right, Donald wants you to know the stock market's up today. Donald's just doubling down and tweeting. He's tweeting right now, and I just tweeted him, and I told him about the book from Joe Bannister. I did at real Donald Trump there. So, Kurt, got it done just for you, buddy perfect sam
2: i'm sure he will be uh connecting with uh you know our good buddy joe Bannister real soon now there's a nationalreview.com piece i don't know if you saw it joe uh but the headline from national review by daniel j pilla is uh by the way have you guys spent time together
3: yeah i've I've had the dan on my show and uh yeah i do know him
2: <laughs> very good the headline reads the irs at the breaking point i don't have you seen this article
3: uh, no, I haven't. Anyway, yeah, can he says, I just walk uh, this for a minute?
2: Yeah, go he thinks so. the
1: IRS is on the ropes, Kurt. Is that what he's saying?
2: Well, he says the agency and the tax collection system at overseas are on the brink of catastrophic Collapse.
1: See, he's off his locker uh, here.
2: He says, anyone who deals with the IRS on a regular basis knows that the agency is in trouble. IRS employees are less able than ever to effectively and efficiently handle their work. The internal problems facing the agency were greatly exacerbated by the 35-day government shutdown that began in late December of last year. But the shutdown is not by any means solely responsible for the agency's dire situation. Um, You know, he goes on and talks about how they were supposed to implement the postcard tax return. Then there's the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. That's a TCJA that contains more than 80 changes to the tax code, many of them substantial. Among the most challenging, he says, was the law's mandate to create a postcard size tax return. I haven't seen that exactly. Uh, But he says, nevertheless, IRS had to churn out the new forms in time to get the design specs etc you know but um when he as far as i can tell uh dan daniel J. pill is a pretty straight shooter
1: and he's uh, yeah poor dan Dan thinks that the iris is circling the drain what do you say to that joe Uh,
3: um well you know his dad uh, dan pill senior is a is a great patriot uh back there and i think it's in minnesota and um so he comes from, from great stock and he is a super knowledgeable guy. I mean in terms of assisting people with IRS matters. Um you know, as far as, as a procedural guy and, and strategy guy, you know, that's another guy that Donald Trump should get in um involved with i mean he's just a super sharp guy and i did just pull up the article myself Kirk.
1: just imagine if donald's like i put together my investigative team i got dan pila and joe banister and um sherry oh, peel jackson. jackson and a few people and we're going to go ahead and you know the IRS has been a criminal enterprise uh, for steve decades stockman and, out of
2: the jail and
1: yeah uh, okay but see donald's doing none of that donald's just like oh man i'm gonna hire some inside thug you know, attorneys, and they're going to stop the IRS from releasing my tax returns. Never mind that uh, people are abused all over the country by the IRS every single day. If you're not murdered in the in the womb or delivered alive and murdered, then they're to IRS is going to just uh, harass harass you and haunt you for the rest of your life. I mean, it makes Halloween look like child's play.
3: Joe, what's what's a shame is that he because he has, the, you know, he's probably the first president that I know of who came into office under audit. Yeah, you know, he was in the midst of a, of a huge audit, and he comes into office, so it, it kind of makes it difficult, uh, you know. I guess to to talk about it or to rail against the IRS, although I think you know he could figure out ways to do it, and I, I wish he had, and not never too late
2: in the uh, article it talks about uh, you know basically their upgrades to their systems and i guess he says unfortunately those many billions of dollars in upgrades didn't prevent the irs's computers from crashing on tax day 2018 now i didn't know that their computers had crashed on tax day i I you're I missed doubly that reliable when that happens um, the one day system Yeah, the one-day system failure required the agency to announce a one-day filing extension for taxpayers. According to the NTA, the crash prompted talk of the risk of a catastrophic systems collapse, we can only hope for, and that, Uh, Risk does indeed exist, he says. Uh, What's responsible for this? While it's true that the IRS has spent billions on computer upgrades over three decades, it's also true that modernization efforts have been mostly ad hoc. I don't know. Do you want to translate that? Yeah, it just means
1: that it's been kind of willy nilly. And the fact is, technologically speaking, uh, people have taken a ton of money off the table, acting like they're capable and and qualified to do this. And they basically just stolen and raped the Treasury for the money. And they haven't delivered a real solution that can, you know, uh, move forward in the future stably and effectively. That's all factual and true. Okay, Dan's right on all that, Joe
3: yeah and a little known fact and again, this is something that I wish the Trump administration would take note of, but the i r s has been manipulating its computer it's got this super old database called the individual master file or i m um, f and it literally they've been they've been lying to the computer in the sense of putting in false data. To create all these assessments against people that don't file tax returns, whether through procrastination or because they don't believe they're required to, but the IRS has been using that system uh, and, and manipulating it to carry out its its dirty work. And so, when they bring in you know the, the billions of dollars to create new systems, well, they have to enlighten you know the computer programmers and all the people about. You know, they have to dig in and look at what's going on now so they can figure out a new system. Well, when that happens, you know, they have to compartmentalize and hide what they've been doing because then, of course, there might be a whistleblower that will go, wait a second. looks to me like for the last 50 or 60 years with this old IRS computer system, they've been – you know, lying to the computer, manipulating it with false data to get all, to do their their business. And they don't want that to come out. So they just keep limping along with this. You know, so the IRS
1: is guilty of fake news and fake reality and fake promulgating of, of people and records and data. They're literally intentionally faking the data. And Donald's not even got wind of it, has he?
3: Yeah, and I mean Dan Pilla correctly points out that you know they throw billions at the problem, but they never solve it. And I, I'm not, I'm not uh, saying Dan's doing anything wrong, but he, you know, if he would also could also insert that puzzle piece that it's because they've got this super old system that they've been manipulating and and uh, you know putting false data into. And so when new people come in in 2019 and they're trying to fix the old system or even replace it, they're going to have to see how they were doing business in the past, and then that could expose their, a big part of their fraud. So you know, there one you go. thing okay.
2: uh, that... Uh, <laughs> all I well, know is we're going to yeah.
1: make America great again, buddy. We're going to vote in a vote-fraud system, and then we're going to go ahead and file our income taxes in 2020, and we're going to move on Is all as well and... The republic, system.
2: right? Um, maybe is this why, Joe, uh, you know what you just said, is this why you hear these uh, commercials from, I don't know, XYZ Tax um, uh, Protection Agency, you know, the guys that are going to represent you and help you when you've got a tax problem. And you hear the guy that comes on and he goes man, the IRS told me I owed, uh, you know, $800,000 or whatever, and, uh, um, you know, they were going to take my bank accounts and my house and everything else like that. Uh, I was thinking about committing suicide, but uh, then I called, you know, and you fill in the blank of whatever company it is. And, uh, you know, they got it squared away, and I, I sent them 100 bucks, and we're all up to date. Uh, yeah, that's is
6: called
3: that- the... The big, huge uh, assessments are called whipsaw assessments, where they base, you know, it's like throwing the sun, moon, and the stars into some assessment that's just thousands of times more than you actually could have owed if you'd filed a tax return. And so you have people that will go in and examine all that. They file what's called an offer and compromise. And um, the IRS will basically evaluate what the person's ability to pay is. So if you have, and no, then
1: if you're lucky, and 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 the stars align, and 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 the witches brew works, then you get what's called an abatement, right, Joe?
3: Yeah, and the you know, but those firms, of course, they're going to extract a, a pretty pretty penny of a fee, and uh, you also have to watch out because there's a lot of those firms that'll claim they're going to help you. They take your money, and then they leave you leave you high and dry. So you got to really look for reputable firms if you're going to go through that process at all.
2: Do you have any reputable firms that you would like to uh, recommend? Uh, I uh, I personally, I think it's interesting. I've tried to communicate with these guys several times, basically saying, hey, uh, we'd love to kind of run your uh, ads or at least parts of your ads uh, when we hear about these horror stories and that kind of Kind of things, uh, you know. You know, I owed uh, two hundred thousand dollars, and I sent him twenty bucks, and we're all squared away. Uh, to kind of highlight the stupidity of the whole uh, thing. I mean, what what business is it? These people were real. Owed if there's that really much that much money, money in the today, mix, and
1: you get an abatement, they should just take a piece of the abatement once they win it. That's it. But they won't do that because they know it, it's kind of like a ambulance-chasing attorney or whatever. The ambulance-chasing uh, attorney know they can get the money on the back end, and they'll just say, we'll do it for free for you, and when we win, we'll get a piece of it. Uh, these IRS battlers don't do that, do they, Show.
3: Right. Well, and but in terms of recommendation, I mean, you already mentioned his name, Dan Pill. I mean, I've always found him to be a super honorable man. I mean, he's he's working in a dishonorable system. Uh, aren't we all, to some extent, uh, having to deal with the dishonorable system? But Dan Pilla, I mean, he's—you can read from that article, and I've—I've I've known him, I've interviewed him. If you know, he does those that kind of work, offers in compromise and compromise, and helping people. So, heck, I mean, why not uh, put a recommendation out uh, for him if people really need assistance from somebody that isn't going to? to cheat them uh you know i know he was raised right because i know his his elderly father dan Pillow senior so uh dan Pillow would probably be the best recommendation
1: all right we'll carry on one ladies other and gentlemen. one go other guy go back to keeping your kids in the government school and you know riot once in a while when something isn't to your liking and other than that just turn back on the football game and uh you know just let her rip per normal there kurt i uh, that was a great sightseller And conspiracy
2: theory. I'd recommend, along with Dan Pilla, um, is our, our buddy who, uh, you know, served on the uh, uh, grand jury that basically uh, indicted the Federal Reserve. His name's Hans Anderson. Uh, you know, one of these times I'll have to have you meet him. Uh, but uh, he he always says, when you care enough to pay the very least, is what his uh, accounting agency is, uh, you know, his motto. But, uh, Anyway, uh you know, now uh, the bottom line is uh you know we we hope for better days ladies and gentlemen and we hope uh, to bring you solutions and we hope to say that hey there are solutions in america i mean we we got along america got along just fine without the income tax up to 1913 from eight, uh, 1787 so there were over 100 years without it Amen uh, to that. we could certainly go to the tariffs uh, that the president has rediscovered and the portion okay how we can taxes. fix it Kurt. Yeah. Operation
1: 28, the 5,000-year leap, embrace the 28 principles that, well, that made America great in the past. And the only question left is, are we moral enough and willing to do it again? 5,000-year leap, follow those principles. We'll be back on track in a hurry. Joe Bannister, my friend, it's always nice to have you with us. Godspeed. Our prayers are with you, sir.
3: Thank you so much for having me.
1: And somehow we're hoping we can do a sit-down and we'll have like a chocolate milk with Sam and Joe and Kurt and... Donald. (laughs) Think we can do that? Others got a beer with the president. Can we at least get a chocolate milk uh, over the IRS? I'm ready. All right, sir. Godspeed. Thanks so much. Take care. This is serious business, ladies and gentlemen. I don't mean to be cynical, but I do mean to highlight the problem. How do we move to action peacefully? We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of
7: America.